Welcome to the Word from the Ancient Path, Stories and Sermons for the Journey, a channel of blessing and encouragement for friends all over the world to hear and experience how God speaks and works through ordinary people with an extraordinary calling. We have stories of bringing good news, connecting in Christ, and building the kingdom. And we have the Word of God declared through the pastors and missionaries of Ancient Path Ministries, La Iglesia Volviendo a la Senda Antigua. I'm your guide, Pastor Kevin Job. I'm very happy to be with you. Our ministry was founded by Pastors Jose Santiago and Yamile Cruz in Jovellanos, Cuba. And my wife, Tani, and I serve as chief connection makers in the United States. Our team of pastors, missionaries, advisors, and kingdom servants is dedicated to planting churches and spreading the reach of the gospel. And so we pray that you are blessed and inspired by these sermons and reflections and the testimony of what God has done and is doing in and through us. Proverbs 10 verse 9 says, Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but whoever takes crooked paths will be found out. Proverbs 11.3 says, The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. This summer, I was asked to bring a word to a group of over 300 youth and their pastors at the Ancient Path Church La Senda Antigua in Jovellanos, Cuba. And the requested theme was integrity. Now, when Pastor Yami asked me to speak on this topic, I immediately wondered, how was I going to talk about integrity with integrity when integrity really requires an ingredient that I often find wanting in my own life? You see, living with integrity requires a measure of simplicity, and I have to admit up front that simplicity is not something simple for me, and it never has been. But I put a message together and I shared it with them, and so now today we open our third season of The Word from the Ancient Path with the beginning of the same message. It's going to be a two-part podcast about integrity. So let's start with a basic understanding of what integrity is, and, and then I'm going to offer a sort of sketch as to how we can start to live a life of integrity. For our purposes today, integrity is the state of something in which everything fits together and it looks and really is how it ought to be. All the pieces are aligned in their proper places. As Christians, life with integrity has to present the brilliant image of God to a dark world. And the Bible says we were created to shine like the stars. Two themes that are key to ministry in the church in Cuba, really ought to be everywhere, are deliverance, remember Jesus told us to pray, deliver us from evil, and interior healing. Now, deliverance can and often does come in an instant, but healing, well, that usually takes a good measure of time to finish its work. Honestly, I found myself jealous sometimes when I hear somebody testifying that they've been delivered and healed at the same time, like it all happened in an instant. Because you see, for me, God has chosen to make my healing a long process. And that includes stumbling, blo st stumbling blocks, yeah, and struggles and a pile of difficulties. And there are times I get really, really frustrated. But, you know, then I look at the Bible and I see the great heroes of the faith had monumental difficulty and issues with integrity. Adam and Eve, Noah, Abraham, Jacob, David, Solomon, even Peter and Paul. And the prophets? Sometimes they didn't even seem to have their jigsaws locked in place, you know? Elijah was depressed most of the time. Jeremiah was almost always miserable. Jonah was disgusted by his calling, and he tried to run, and he probably died full of bitterness. And Habakkuk, man, the dude never understood what God was doing. Most of his little book was a complaint. But in the end, whether he got what God was doing or not, he, he chose to write these words, chapter 3, verse 17 of Habakkuk. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines, and though the olive crop fails, and the fields produce no food, and though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior, for the sovereign Lord is my strength. 
He makes my feet like the feet of a deer, and he enables me to tread on the heights. So what I've learned from the heroes of the Bible and from witnesses for Christ that have been a part of my life is that we got to submit to God and trust the process of the work of the Holy Spirit. Like the heroes of the Bible, I cannot come around here and talk or teach or preach to you and pretend to present myself as a complete picture of integrity. You see, only Jesus is the complete picture, and only the Holy Spirit working in us can help us become more perfect reflections of God's image in this world. So then we have to choose the path of God anew every morning if we're to live with any great measure of integrity and with the Holy Spirit then reshaping our souls and cleansing our hearts day after day. As for me, I I hope that I'll continue to grow in simplicity and integrity until Christ comes or he calls me to his side. So next, let's ask a question. And that question is, what is the measure of integrity? And the answer can be confusing. I want to have clear that the measure of integrity is not what the world says it is, right? As Christians, though we can learn from unbelievers, it is simply not wise to accept advice about God or spiritual things from people who do not have a relationship with God, who who are themselves spiritually dead. These people will only bring challenges and questions. They don't have any answers. Now, I have five kids, and they range in age today from 23 to 17, and I have a serious father's heart. And early in 2021, my only son came to me with some things that were on his mind. The world shows confusion, and he had questions about what choices we should make and how to understand what's right. How should we live then, right? So in response, I wrote a document to kind of serve as a guide for all of my kids. It's a a combination of poetic references to the fundamental commandments of God and my own sort of proverbs and thoughts on the right way to live as a follower of Christ and by extension as a person of integrity. My reason for doing this was that they might have the best life of spiritual abundance possible in this world and later they'll have the perfect one in heaven. So today I want to share with you a translation, and it comes with a father's love. I hope you will understand it, and it'll bless you and be a help for you. So here are some basics for God's beloved children. God is. God is love. God is the creator of all things. All things belong to God. All good things we have are gifts from God. Life comes from God. Real relationships come from God. Strength comes from God. Truth comes from God. Wisdom comes from God. Eternity belongs to God. Judgment belongs to God. Mercy is a gift of God. And grace is given to us by God through Jesus. And grace stays with us by the Holy Spirit. And there is an enemy. A rebel against his creator, cast from God's presence. The fallen angel, the commander of demons, the author of sin, sickness, and death. The serpent, deceiver, tempter, accuser, adversary, murderer, Satan, Lucifer, father of lies, oppressor, fraud, the evil one, devourer, betrayer. The ruler of the kingdom of the air, the dragon, the beast. No match for God. He's doomed, the eternal loser, ever scheming, relentlessly tormenting, sometimes inhabiting humans, planting doubt in hearts and minds of humanity, steals, kills, and destroys, takes God's word from people's weak heart, warps the truth, distorts identity, lies to, lies about, lies through, masquerades as light. Wrong equals right. Right equals wrong. Sows confusion, disconnect, misunderstanding, twists and destroys relationships and hates God's word, God's beloved children, 
of all of God's creation. And so with that opening thought to get us started, we're going to take a moment now for a short break. So stay with us for more on the Ancient Path. At Ancient Path Ministries, we hope to carry the light of the kingdom of God into places where it is most needed, to see people set free from what holds them captive. Now, our ministry is built on connections in Christ, and our financial foundation depends on the regular partnership of beloved friends such as you. If you would like to be a covenant financial partner or just simply contribute to the work of the ministry, visit our website at ancientpathministries.org. Check out the church in action and see how you can be a part of bringing good news, connecting in Christ, and building the kingdom. Welcome back. God is love, and God's love for us is perfect. Problem is, our love for God is lacking. Humanity was designed to carry the image of God, the imago dei. That's the most excellent thing in all of creation. And humanity was created to be with God through all time and beyond. But as human beings, we often decide we want to be God. And honestly, it's expensive desiring to be God. The price of being our own God is the loss of perfect, eternal relationship to the real God. But the Lord consistently works out his plan to pay that cost for us, to redeem our sin, and to gift that perfect relationship back to us. And this is grace. It's God's perfect character gifted to imperfect people. And this is why my daughters were named Grace Margaret, Olivia Leanne, Carice Xiaoxing, and Eliana Karen. All of that to take in the Spirit's charismatic gifting of grace, Jesus' suffering to redeem us, the flower of creation, Jesus as the morning star, Elian, the God most high, and a heritage of faithful women before them. And this is why my only son is Josiah Solomon. And he means God heals, God gives wisdom. He's named after the sons of flawed kings, a king who called people back to God, and another who built God's dwelling place and the house of worship. And the foundation of all of this is God, God's life, God's love, God's sovereignty, God's truth and wisdom, and God's grace. You see, it is all God's. Kids, build from here. This is your firm foundation. You know, building on sand, you know the song, right? Build on a firm foundation. The rest of life is how we respond to all of these things that belong to God. There's right response. There's wrong response. And sometimes we figure we find ourselves somewhere in between. So where do we go from here? Well, let's go into the Word. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 and 5. It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Love God. Love is an action with a feeling component. Not all that feels like love is love. So start by acknowledging who God is. Know that you personally aren't the center of his creation, but you are part of the humanity that is the crown of it. Know that as one who bears a fractal of God's image, you are loved with all the strength of eternity. And treasure this. Know that God knows you completely. And in this lifetime, God will only be partially known by you, and, and that's okay. Find out what pleases God. Use the tools you've been given. Work to do what pleases God, and try not to let anyone distract you from doing so. 
And by the way, you're going to get distracted if you think back a minute to the idea of grace. But when you are distracted, regroup. Get back at it. Do your best to live a life that is grateful for all of the above. And then forgive yourself when you fail because God already did. You remember, there's a spiritual battle for your soul. Take strength in God's love and truth. As image bearers, God has given us dominion over some of his creation. God has given you authority over how you respond to his creation. And so you need to care for your corner of creation. Care for your body. Care for your soul. Care for your mind. Care for animals. Care for earth and the atmosphere. And care for beauty. Care for music and art and literature. Care for excellence. Care for learning. Care for material things. Create things and works, both great and small, that glorify God and tear down things that don't. Hold on to things that express reverence for God and let go of things that don't. And most critically, as God has loved you and gifted you a little power, then look to the word in Leviticus 19.18. Don't seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Yeah, love neighbor. Love is an action with a feeling component. And not all that feels like love is love. In loving neighbor, sometimes what is love doesn't feel like it at all. As you love yourself, it says love yourself. God created you to bear his image and he sees you as worthy of being loved. And so try not to argue this point like I do a lot because it's useless, trust me. Let no person or ideology determine your identity because that authority belongs to God. He always loves and he always knows best. And do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That means everyone. All human beings are your neighbors. The Jobs are a living, that's my family. We're a living example of how this works. I want you to think about world geography now. And people who are easy to love are your neighbor. So enjoy loving them. People who are hard to love are your neighbor, but love them anyway because Jesus says we gotta. Now learning to love people starts with understanding how God loves them. Remember how they were created? Who they are is the imago Dei, the image of God. Know how they were wounded. Remember what evil does to our image perception. Remember how God wants to heal them, that he does even when we don't understand it. You will love your neighbor best by loving God first and then going from there. Okay, listeners, when we get together next time, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about how all of this works out as we strive to live a life of integrity. This brings us to the end of our time for today. Thank you so much for being with us. Join us next time as we continue to explore the Word of God and the witness of His people. And again, be sure to check out our webpage, ancientpathministries.org. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Ancient Path Ministries. Until next time, we pray God blesses you richly. Go and be the church. Mm -hmm.